0: Welcome back. We back, man. Starting fire podcast on SP Nation Greasy Bear Blues. I am the one P Shark.
1: And I am muted. I see Skylito. All right.
2: And my guy is still muted.
1: <laughs> he doing, he doing the, like, he's signaling on the plane. No, we cannot hear you, mate. No, you. he, he I mean, doing. This, is called, this is called up. karma. Turn my headphones <laughs> up. This is called
3: karma. What's needed karma?
1: <laughs> he doing to turn my headphones up. Turn
3: me up, YC. Nah, <laughs> gotta, check,
1: gotta check the audio settings. Yeah. When things can go wrong, I guess they, they do. Yeah. Well, well it's, it's shitty. I'm back. I'm back. I'm back. I'm back. It's shitty. What's happening?
0: Appreciate you clocking in. Appreciate you clocking
2: in. (laughs) What's good, everybody? This is Trevor the Corner Man reporting live. You already know from where, Brooks Island. What's good, everybody?
3: What's good, y'all? Your man, Antem, Shakir, big man, finally back. Hey, we got, I guess, four and a half on today. Uh, We're going to see what Lito, he can do, like, a little sign language or something. We'll
1: see. Yeah. Well, he's still doubtful, I guess. Still doubtful. Not (laughs) questionable. Hey, at least he's getting
2: close. At least he's close to being there. He, at least he's not out. So.
0: <laughs> well, he out, coach. he out, coach. I'll a workout. He said this, man. Y'all know him. it man. Scott what y'all know who it is. That's the two guard, the two guard, man. But we had to go push you forward <laughs> last week. The Grizzlies did go two and two. Uh, they had a loss to the Celtics on Monday. Their back-to-back game uh, lost to the Celtics by three points. Now, Jason Tatum is 10-0. and 10-0. and 0. I repeat, 10-0 and 0 versus the Grizzlies. looking like Andrew Luck versus the, versus the Titans out here. But uh, next up, they did beat the San Antonio Spurs. And, I mean, quite frankly, lucky. Uh, yeah. I could have swore that shot was about to go in both times. Keldon Johnson in the end of fourth quarter. And with my guy, Devin Fussell. Uh, hitting that three in overtime, just very close. Grizz played with their food a little too much in that game, but they pulled out the win. Uh, Minnesota, of course, rivalry brought it back. We in Minnesota now, now they was in Memphis this time. Uh, slow mo made his return, like he missed being over here. Grizz took care of business in new city edition uniforms. Then, Washington Wizards, uh, I don't know, Jai and Desmond are really hurt. I guess Desmond Bain is because he's still doubtful for the next game. They both missed the game, and the has proceeded to lose to the Wizards with uh. The second string and the CS Gala sound is better now.
1: Nope. Still can't hear you. He, now, <laughs> now he's questionable now. Cause he was out, he was doubtful He now. was he's doubtful now. He's questionable. Yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> well, man, let's push you forward. What's your thoughts about this? Uh this past week. Let's go I'll skip over to the three three man. All
2: right, well. A two-and-two two week for the Grizz, given the circumstances that happened, especially with the last game against the Wizards, where you pretty much were playing with your second and third unit guys. Uh, you you take that. Um, Boston just seems to have our number right now. Um, but I do applaud the Grizzlies for at least fighting and at least having a chance in that game. But they were literally one slip away, but you know, it is what it is. Um The Spurs game, I really thought that the Grizzlies were going to lose that game just to what Sharky mentioned earlier. Uh, The Grizzlies were playing with their food in that game. I felt that was a game that the Grizzlies could have gotten by double digits, but fortunate enough for us, we were able to get out of that that situation with a win. And Again, it's nothing against San Antonio. San Antonio is a great young team. Of course, they're well-coached and things of that nature, but uh, when you have foot on neck, you need to keep foot on neck. It's just as simple as that, but Fortunately for us, we were able to uh, get out of San Antonio with the W there. Uh, return home, of course, with the debut of the City Edition uniforms against Minnesota. That wasn't even a question. Minnesota is in disarray right now as a team, and let's be honest, as a franchise. Uh, so no problems for the Grizzlies there. Um, great collective effort there. And then, as I mentioned just before, just the second and third unit guys getting some uh, extra minutes and uh, the Rookie's getting some extra time, getting adjusted to the NBA game. Uh, Battle for the entire game, but it just couldn't get over the hump, man. We end up losing by 10 to Washington. So, overall, you, you take this two and two week. Uh, we'll see what happens for the Greers going forward.
1: Yeah, um, I guess I'll talk go backwards. backwards, uh, talk about the Wizards first. I mean, look at the starting five that we put out there, right? Um, Tyus Jones, Big John, that's my guy. Okay, I'm going to go ahead and raise up for Big John. Dylan Brooks, uh, Santi Santi, and, and Steven. Um, three out of five of those players aren't even our starters, right? And no slack. Wizards don't are without Beal, of course. Um, but I, I, I don't like the fight. I mean, we lost by 10. Um, I think David Roddy may have played a little bit too much. He had a, a negative 24 plus minus on that game. Um, So he might have had a little bit too much time. But then also it's like, you know, who else do you go to um, within that time when, you know, two of our best players really out from the last game being John Moran and Desmond Bain. Um, The rest of the week, you know, like I said, Spurs, Spurs are not a team that you, again, want to play with your food with because they are coached by quite possibly one of the best coaches of all time uh, with Greg Popovich. The Celtics have our number. Jason Tatum really has our number, I would say. until we find a complement that can guard both Tatum and Brown at the same time, I think it's going to be very, very hard to to beat that team um, until we see them in the finals, maybe, maybe not. Um, and let's go ahead and, and hit the snooze button on the Timberwolves. Um, they're going to go ahead and rot for a long, long time without that trade, and they have been staking up the court ever since. They're actually the worst team in their division. And and looking like they also will be tanking for victory here very soon, um, which I don't know why because they traded five draft picks for Rudy Gobert and he's not doing anything. Um, but anyways, that's not why we're here. We're here to talk about how good the Grizzlies are. Two and two, great start for the season. And ten games, I believe it was what seven and three. Um, started the season off right, um, and we are currently what first in the Southwest Division, which I wanted at least the second place. And so I'll definitely take first. Um, But kudos to a great week so far, two and two, and I can't wait to see what we can do, you know, this upcoming week as well.
4: My chick, my chick. (laughs)
1: Hey,
4: man! Man. I literally did nothing different. I literally did nothing different. First of all, I'm the city edition of the of the of the guards this week. Got my name right there. I guess karma and the Dallas Cowboys got me after what I said about them on the other podcast. But nonetheless, I'm here. Um, what the heck are we talking about? Oh, we're talking about the Grizzlies. That's right. That's right. Um, yeah, I think for the most part, pretty decent week. Uh, definitely hated to see that uh, they took the L against the Wizards. Um, definitely didn't see Ja and, and Dez sitting out uh, for that particular game. But uh, for the most part, they looked well. Um, she kind of hit the, the nail on the head in terms of, there are players right now that are getting quality minutes that you probably didn't expect to get quality minutes at the beginning of the season, or at least right now, the part of the season. So if nothing else, I think I talked about this a few weeks ago that right now it's, I think it's a little rocket It's a little hard for them, but I think it's going to, I think um, it's going to work out well for not only those players, but I think for the Grizzlies as well, as you kind of get more into the season, as you get ready for, um for the playoffs because again those those players are not necessarily used to those minutes and so where you may have an injury later on in the season then you can have the likes of Jake ravey or, or david roddy or whatever the case may be um get some minutes and you know and still some uh still some time for somebody else. so for the most part uh, pretty solid uh, week for the Grizzlies.
3: Cool, cool welcome back leto um <laughs> i actually had my uh, first experience in like two Two years? Yeah, two years since we uh, went to the Grizz game, Sharky, of going to my first Grizz game in a minute. um, And it was a great experience for sure. Shout out to the Grizz uh, for being the team that embodied the Memphis lifestyle, the Memphis environment, the Memphis city. Um, But, of course, we ended up taking the L to the Celtics, so I think that I may be bad luck to the team of as far as, like, appearing in games. We own to the last two games I went. Um, But in the Celtics game, of course, uh, Taylor Jenkins got called for a tech when it was really job who, you know, asked the ref, did you have, you have a, a bet on FanDuel? And literally for the first half, that's kind of what it felt like. Um, and if you look at the free throws uh, with the Celtics, it was 28 compared to the Grizzlies 14. I think that's that was kind of an issue that kind of helped them get it. Um, and it was a three-point win uh, for the Celtics. So it was a great game. Um, I enjoyed myself, but damn, Jai, <laughs> you ain't got to you gotta bust them out like that. Um, but as far as the rest of the week go, I don't have to too t- talk too much about it. Of course, they put out the win against the uh, Spurs, um, even though it could have, should have, should have, could have been higher. Um, they did pull out the win. Uh, Timberwolves, we saved that talk for another podcast, and the Wizards. Um, I think games like the Wizards, um, it would, it, it it is one of those games that help build character. And what I mean by that is that you got, you do have certain games throughout the season, especially early on that you're going to have younger game, younger ten, younger players play. You know what I'm saying? You're going to have, you know, especially with Jago out, of course, Ty's coming in and doing his thing, but the fact that, you know uh David Roddy was able to play a little under 30 minutes that's gonna help in the future when Jaron Jackson come back. Uh the fact that Mike Miller Jr. you know played a little you know over 25 minutes that's gonna matter in the future. Um you still got Santi and Big John still doing that thing that's gonna matter in the future. So just even though we took an L, um just that experience is still gameplay is going to help in the future. And of course uh we'll be talking about later in the future later in the, this week on whether Jaron will be coming back or not. So uh, Wizards game just one of those games where you know the young players play. You know, you win, cool. You lose, okay, cool. And we still have game at the first uh, first seed in the Western Conference, so it was just one of those games.
0: Yeah, the Wizards game felt like a scheduled loss. Right, uh, right.
4: <laughs>
0: like look thought they arrested giant Bane. I saw Bane is doubtful for the New Orleans Pelicans game tomorrow. But um, let's shoot back to the, the Celtics game. You know, that was a second night for back to back. Uh of course two ruins the started five undefeated record Greece's games. But I'm hey, sorry, I'm sorry. It's all good. <laughs> it's all good. <laughs> uh he said that was a back to back. Um I mean they played, I mean, went down to the wire, uh, kept fighting back. Man, Justin Bay, something else, man. That golly, just seeing his progression. It's just it's, it's very it's just amazing to see. Um he, his week he had, boy. Uh that Spurs game. <laughs> just Good you just love miss. to see it. Man, just love to see it. Uh, but speaking of the Spurs game, you know, it's the NBA. You're gonna take nights, you're gonna look at another team and say, Hey, we better, we're gonna we gonna chill. Um, team like the Spurs, the great pop bitch. Uh that ain't happening, right? Um they played. Oh, uh, like you said, woulda coulda shoulda. Them shots look very good. <laughs> so just glad we got away. Win and move forward. Uh they know not to mess around with the Spurs no more. I, I I I can guarantee you that. Don't no mess around with me anymore. Minnesota, same thing. Same old thing, just a different season. Different, yeah, different season. It's the same year though. Um uh, we ain't we worry about we ain't worry about them Minnesota. I know Kyle Anson like he was he didn't look very sad. He just looked like he was over there at the end, chopping out the guys, looked like he wanted to be celebrating with us. Man, but I understand he had to go get paid in Minnesota. We so, miss you too, Somo. <laughs> he had to get paid.
2: <laughs> Sadly, it had to be done. But yeah, it's true.
0: Man, uh, then like I said, Washington. Yeah, schedule a loss, in my opinion, hey, they could have pulled it out. Of course, Brad and Bill missed the game. Um, yeah, the Grizzlies are not built without job. They won twenty-five without last season. They are now what, zero and two without this season. I think. Day. They're not mm-hmm. able to touch you so you can. Get, they can. All the national media, anybody who tried to push that, they could. They could miss us with all of that. We know. We know the real deal. Um Team did play hard. I mean, they were in. They were in the game. It's hard. They need to stop. I ain't gonna say they not playing big games on Sundays, but during the NFL season, it's very hard. I'm just telling you that during that time, you know, most of us watching the, uh, the, the Packers and Cowboys, they're just keeping the book. <laughs>
2: it's hard when it's a full slew of NBA games on, when you're trying to catch as many of them as possible. Then. You got all the NFL games, on. I yeah, we was watching Cowboys Packers. I'm just gonna keep it a book.
0: Yeah, yeah, especially when they were, especially when I knew Jai Bang were playing, it was like I, I, I keep my eye on it, but that's me, that's keeping a book. No, well, I'm yeah. gonna <laughs> <watch> it.
4: <laughs>
0: <laughs> but uh, took you did say something about Mr. Jared Jackson Jr., who is upgraded to questionable against New Orleans Pelicans. So, Jared Jackson Jr. He returning. If he's not returning in that game, which he probably will, he's definitely returning this week. What are y'all thoughts about Jared Jackson? Jr.? Why well, he's coming back earlier than we all thought. What's y'all thoughts of Jared Jackson Jr. returning at this time when the team is 9-4? Uh,
4: good to see him coming back. Uh, I definitely tweeted last week, and I've been feeling this way for quite some time. We, we talk about you know his lack of rebounding, and we talk about him only averaging about five or six or maybe even seven rebounds a game. I quite honestly at this point in the season missed those little five or six rebounds that he's been getting just because I think there have been games and moments where, you know, they just not have, they haven't been able to rebound or a lot of these games come down to the last possession, two or three. And so those positions where you don't get the, the defensive rebound or those, or, or those possessions where you could have gotten an extra possession. And I think Jerry and Jackson Jr. Helps out with that um, for sure. I think we're going to miss that. So it's good to see that he's going to help them out in that particular situation, but then I think also interior defense, uh, where players and and you know and teams have been able to attack the pain and and get to the rim at will, that I think that's going to slow down quite often. So uh I'm gonna have to see him back. I, again I missed those five or six rebounds that he gets per game. Um uh, but it's good to see him come back uh, so early so soon as I think I have been a little weary of his injuries um and him sitting out for quite some time. So to see him coming back almost a couple of weeks earlier, or maybe even a month earlier than what was originally projected. Uh, it was good to see him coming back, and, you know, let's see if we can get a, a win streak
2: going. Yeah, too, uh exactly what I was going to say. Uh, it's going to be great to have him back as far as from an interior defense is concerned. Uh, just throughout this stretch, since the season has began, the Grizzlies have been giving up way too many points inside. Uh, opponents have been getting just too many easy baskets at the lane, so having Jaron Jackson back in the lineup, Um, is only going to do so much and bolster that defense just even more. Uh, You can see within his uh, more recent stretch, the Grizz is looking to look locked in on defense and now getting Jaron Jackson Jr. He's just going to amplify that even more. So it'll be good having him back out there. Uh, Interesting, as always, to see how he's going to be incorporated in the offense now with everything. Um, With Ja, obviously, with Desmond Bain being on the uh, hot streak that he's on right now. Um, how is Taylor Jenkins, or even how is the offense itself, is going to find a way to try to get him some easy baskets to try to get him back within the flow of things? Uh, so I'm interested to see what what happens there. Um, I do think he does return this week, but I think it won't be until Friday, uh, when the Grizzlies take on the Oklahoma City Thunder. Um, but yeah, uh, the Grizzlies will, will be glad to have Jaron Jackson Jr. back again. I think it's about like a month before he's expected to be back. So, um, Let's go get it 3J. That's all I got to say.
1: Um what I will say about having Triple J back um is how to put this I agree with the interior defense. Yes. I agree with the extra rebounds. Yes. I also want us the same way that this podcast in the same way that others looked at the start of the Grizzly season through a 10 game scope and evaluated them after 10 games. Let's please do the same thing for Triple J, at least 10 games. At least give him 10 games because, one, this the way this started the season has been, has been crazy. Um, but if he doesn't have a bad – if he has a bad game, we can't get down on him. If he has a great game, we can't boost him up all the way, right, and hype him up because for some reason this Memphis Grizzlies people, they don't – the pendulum doesn't swing both ways, Right. We always hype them up when they're doing great, but when they're doing bad, there's not accountability. So I want to definitely give Jaron 10 games whenever he does start, whether it is Tuesday, which I hope, I mean, you know, against New Orleans, which I hope that is the case. Um, uh, and I hope it's not until Oklahoma City, uh, but Oklahoma City being his homecoming, so to speak, as he's coming back um, to the city of Memphis. But I would love, love, love to see him lace him up um, against the Pelicans and against zion and seeing that how both of those two will fare because this is going to be a matchup to go on for many years hopefully um and so let's get how both of them will be healthier especially moving forward but i'm all for getting triple j back and seeing what can happen and me i'm not a triple j fan so if i'm telling you i want to see it it's got to be something my fault go ahead sharp uh live news uh breaking news Live on the podcast, Chris Hanks just
0: reported Jaron Jackson Jr. intends to make his, make his season debut Tuesday night against the New Orleans Pelicans.
2: Right on schedule. Okay, look at Sheedy speaking he's into been, existence. He's <laughs> officially back.
1: <laughs> yeah, and, then, and that's going to be needed because especially if Desmond Bain is now out with the toe. Um, yeah, mm-hmm. And no telling, like a toe, like I know that sounds very, very small. It is, right? <laughs> Even if it's your pinky toe or your baby toe. But what that can do to affect his shot and his jump, um, that, that, that changes a few things. So we're going to need Triple J for sure. Um, one thing for the Grizzlies that we can definitely
3: pay attention to right now is that currently they're 16th um, in points allowed. They're 16th in blocks. And they're second in rebounding. And I think those are three things, three categories that the Grizz were at the top of, if not near the top of, last year. And that's because of Jaron Jackson. Um, so him coming back would definitely help defensively. Um, one thing that I'm really kind of worried about um, is the fact that we're seeing Desmond Bain put up 25 points a game. I don't want to see that go away. I don't want to see that go down. But we know that Jaron offensively is going to come and take threes and do his his thing offensively. Um, that's like the only thing I'm worried about. Just nitpicking, but I do expect Jaren to come back and you know continue to contribute to what can be a championship core um, from what we're looking at, and especially compared to last year. Um, so we would definitely be a better team, uh, Jaren. What you said, Sharky. Jaren's coming back net tomorrow. Um, so me and my guy, um, Damian, shout out Damian Adams. We're gonna link up again for the Memphis uh, New Orleans game like we always do, and hopefully it's another free meal for you boys. So. Uh shout out to the grizz we need that dub. Um, but definitely looking forward to seeing jaren come back.
4: <laughs>
0: shout out to my guy, my DA. Yeah, gonna get you another free meal. Come on, gris This y'all gotta do it for do it for your boy. Do it for the do it for, for, for your boy one time,
2: for the one time. <laughs>
0: since,
3: you can't, since you can't win when when I'm in town, just win when I need you to.
0: <laughs> <laughs> right. But uh, to your point, I guess, about the Desmond Bank thing, I, if Denson Bank airs 25 I Dylan Bruce is playing, I ain't worried about no Jared Jackson Jr. taking away touches from him. <laughs> Let's just keep him Why you got to deal with them both now? Uh, Jared, Jared don't jack. He, he don't jack. He ain't like no the Bruce jacket shots. He, he ain't, you know. Yeah, Dad, I
2: will agree. Dad, I will agree. Because I, I told you, Dylan going to get them
0: FGAs. But
2: Jaren's problem is he jacked too many threes when he probably shouldn't be. That's his only, that's his only issue.
0: Yeah. And it's not like necessarily like bad shot. Yeah, we ain't about to go do the difference for him and Dylan. <laughs> Although, and you always come up with Dylan. Uh Last week or so, he's—I mean, really—since he all his game shots game, have been yeah. within
2: the offense, so they just haven't been falling. That I can at least applaud.
0: Outside of the Celtics game, <laughs> no, that
3: game. <laughs>
2: no, in the Celtics game, he I, just was was
3: off. I was I was
0: I wrote the game. Was, he was I, just, I literally I was, had I everybody him.
3: around me laughing because <laughs> of the fact that I wanted him to pass the ball whenever he should. Because he should. because
0: he was off. It wasn't because yeah. he was taking a necessary bad shot. I don't know if wasn't in the flow.
2: I, and I really hope what did mentioned about three J. Everybody uh actually does that with three J. And gives him his patience because Lord Jesus, Dylan Brooks first game back, y'all ready to trade this man the, the moment he stepped on the floor against Brooklyn. So
4: yeah. More so before the season, but you can have. Yeah, it. yeah, I would I, say. Yeah, I, like, like, I mean, it was before the season, but it was, like, it, it, was re-
2: it was really amplified when he what? made his debut and came back from his injury, but. That's there, not here or there.
0: And, and to your point, last year when Triple J was struggling early in the season, people's ready for him, Red to roll, too. So yeah, to your point, we do need ten games. <laughs> <because> of, uh, <laughs> exactly. Three, so, J, three games. here last year, Triple J. Ooh, every time he in the, every time he missed the three, I was at the uh, I forgot which game I was at. I think it was the very first one against Cleveland. Now that Miami game in December, boy. I tell you. <laughs> Are you talking about Miami shot the lights out that game? Yeah. Man, to- no, we ain't one cheering up out of there. He could have got ran out of town that night. But yeah, Ooh, so yeah, boy. Chris Nation. Let's try to get some patience around here. But we already know it ain't gonna happen. But <laughs> it's a welcome sight to have Jared back. Uh Desmond Bain will he's doubtful, so he probably is out. Hopefully his toe does get better. Hopefully it's not. Jared's coming back from foot injury, the toe's part of the foot. Uh hopefully it's you know, not too much to worry about. But Jaron should be able to get his field goal temps up while Desmond is out. Against the Pelicans, and that's a pretty good matchup. You got uh our old friend Yonas is out there battling with Big Stevo in the game. and always the fun rivalry is back. You got Zion, Ja, they ain't played against each other since February of last year. Zion is four and zero against us, so just like Jason Tatum, it's time to uh, get a win against some of these top stars. But and the Grizz uh,
2: killer CJ McCollum, CJ McCollum you always yeah, plays well against the Grizzlies
0: every time. But speaking of the uh, Pelicans, let's go ahead and move forward to the next week, starting with the Pelicans game. We do have the Pelicans, Oklahoma City, and we play the Brooklyn Nets in Brooklyn this time on Sunday. So for these three games, what, was, what, are, what is your record prediction for the Grizzlies this week?
4: Give me uh, – that Pelicans game is a tough one. Uh, give me a dub against the Pelicans – a dub against the Thunder and the L against the Knicks. That's I'm I'm gonna go with those three. Um, just for the simple thing, again that uh, I'm not sure the status where we're not all sure of the status of Desmond Bang whether he's gonna play the next game or miss the next three. And so because I'm that I'm because I'm unsure of that and that that, that takes away, um, that takes away uh, three point shooting. That takes away. Some of that pressure off of Jaw again. J- Granted, Gr- Gr- Jerry Jackson Jr. is coming back, but I think things or the lane is different that Jaw operates in or with than, versus when it's just Jaw versus or when it's Jaw and Desmond's. And so I think uh, from a backcourt perspective, I think teams are going to kind of load up on Jaw, which makes things a little bit more difficult for him. Um, but I still think they'll find a way to beat the Pelicans. Um, they'll find a way to beat the Thunder. Um, but I think. Uh, the net, for the most part, playing a little bit better. Granted, they still do not play defense. Um, but I think in some form or fashion, Kyrie is coming back very, very soon, whether that's the next game or two, uh, which that will put him back uh, for the Christmas game. So I think that's you what know, they take. So give me, give me two and one. Oh, we're only doing three games? Uh, I'll be that guy. I'm
2: going 3-0. and um, I think Memphis um has this game circled against the Pelicans. I think if Ja is playing, I'm pretty sure he has that circle. I'm pretty sure he's aware that Zion is undefeated against uh, the Grizzlies. So he's probably gonna be looking to at least make some adjustments there to try to be the one in that uh four and one for Zion Winston against the Pelicans. So the Grizzlies edge out one there. I think they take care of business at home against the Thunder. And um to Scott's point, the Brooklyn Nets still don't play any defense. The let's just hoop honeymoon is over for Brooklyn after they lost to the Lakers just last night. Um so I think Memphis takes care of business in Brooklyn as well, closes out the week with a three and a week.
1: Man, I hope they ain't about to get divorced. Um, but if I could look at this, um, I'll look at it a little bit differently. I think that we go one and two this week um I think our win is only against Oklahoma City I think Ja is great and is he going to be enough against New Orleans um even if triple J is back what triple J are we getting are we getting gonna get one that's going to jack up so many shots like his jumper um and not really feel the game and feel the ball the way he needs to I think he I think it would be better if he starts at home but Um, in any ways I got a win against Oklahoma city and even though we have Brooklyn's number, honestly, um, I think that we do lose this game against Brooklyn. Why? I don't know. I just have a feeling that we lose that one. So give me unfortunately one and two this week. I think it's a hard, a little bit of a tough week with injuries with us, but one and two, uh, for me.
3: I'm going to draw a trap. I'm actually go, uh, three and Oh, um, zion's day-to-day so even if he does play you know that'll be a fun matchup especially when jaron comes back hopefully that does help a little bit um as far as the thunder go i think it'll kind of look like a spurs game where we try to play with our food a little bit too much because the thunder are a pretty good team and they literally just have like 122 points and three quarters against the knicks so they kind of hot so i think if it's any l that agrees may have it may be against the thunder but i think we'll still win against them and i'm gonna also give a dub against the Nets. Um, hopefully Kyrie Irving's back that game. That may be his first game return, seeing how him and the Grizz love to go against each other. And that like that's always fun to watch. So um even even so, uh Sheedy, like you said, the Grizz got the Nets number uh interiorly interior wise, you know, the Nets still don't have defense in the interior. So Jaws gonna have his way like he always do. Uh so give me give me down for three and this week.
0: Yeah, to give me that two and one. Um, until the Grizzlies beat New Orleans with Zion, I'm not gonna predict it. So, um, I need to see it before I believe it. So, Zion is back. We played on the Mar Jam Jackson's first game. No Desmond Bain at New Orleans on TNT. It's
2: a tough one.
0: I want, I want to get his free meal, of course, he wanted to win, but that's the loss I have. I got us getting. Oh, come to see, it's gonna be a tough, one, man. Shake Gilders in the gang, they they SGA them, they they gonna they gonna give us, yeah, some we're 30. yeah, they gonna give us, he gonna give us some buckets. But we're gonna have to go yeah. find a way to come over to victory at home in Jared Jackson's first home game back. Then it I ain't anybody worry about no Brooklyn Memphis. Memphis ain't worry about no Brooklyn. We're gonna take care of business and Barclays looking in Barclays again, like we did last year. Job and Rank to have some highlight plays to carry the rank on, speak highly of them in the press conference. So, giving the greases at two and one
3: this
0: week <laughs> and the end of the show i told y'all we're gonna be returning to our qa segment we are back this week we do have one question from our guy fat boy fadeaway my good friends at fat boy fadeaway sports check them out on youtube the podcast come out every sunday uh my guy the guy with account his name is darren he asked and this title of this podcast episode, it was John Morant and Desmond Bain,
4: the number one backcourt in the NBA. Uh, my my answer would be, I don't see why not. You feel me? Like <laughs> you have one of the better point guards in the game. You have an up and coming um, player in Desmond Bain that, when he's on, he can absolutely shoot the lights out. And so he started this. I think Desmond Bain's kind of started the season a little slow. Um, but if you t- – take if you, I think it was the first, what, three games? I think he kind of started out slow. If you take those three games out, for the most part, he's averaging around, what, 28, 29 points a game, which is right around where Jaw is. And so uh, I'm going to go from that perspective that you have everything that comes with job ja, whether it's you know him being able to get to wherever he wants to on the floor, his ability to to finish at the basket, right or left hand, his ability to make passes with, with his left hand in stride to Brandon Clark, Uh, But then again, Desmond Bain, his ability, but not only just to shoot the ball from three, but I think where I'm impressed with Des is he's attacking the basket as well. He's being able to finish at the rim over the finish as well, too. So you take all of that and you say outside of maybe Cleveland, I guess, who else are you putting up against John and Des? And so from that perspective, uh, my answer is sure. Why the hell not?
2: Yeah, I'm just sitting here, just thinking about all the different backcourts to see who could potentially, outside of maybe Cleveland, and you got to throw Phoenix in there because of them being successful. However, I yeah, I mean they, it is what it is. They've been tops of, they've been topping the West since Chris Paul's got there with him and Devin Booker. Now it hasn't translate to any championships, but you got to give them some kind of, you got to give them their flowers in some shape or form. But uh. Damn the why, damn the why not? I'm just gonna go out on a limb and say yes that uh Desmond Bain and Ja Morant are the best backcourt in the NBA. Uh, for the reason I think no other backcourt in the NBA right now comp- complements each other the way that Ja and Desmond uh do so here in Memphis. Um, still remains to be seen with Cleveland because I gotta see Darius Garland get some more consistency. Uh, playing with Donovan Mitchell and then Donovan Mitchell just went down last night in their game against Minnesota. Uh, so it'll be hard to tell for them. But yeah, for right now, man, it's, it's John Desmond. So uh, damn the why not is is definitely
1: yes for me. I can't believe you mentioned Robert Sauber's team on here. Um, if I may. Um, yes, I believe this is the best backcourt in the NBA as of tonight. Um, but I also believe there are three other backcourts that can have some conversation here. Um, we've already mentioned the Cavaliers where Darius Garland just went off for of 51 the other night, um, even though that Donovan went down. You got the Hawks, who have a very, very talented backcourt as well uh, with Trey um, and DJ Murray. And I mean, DJ Murray is damn near putting up a triple-double um, every night. In the other backcourt, um, so those are the East. The other backcourt in the West that we need to be a little bit worried about, say what you want, is the Trailblazers. Uh, Damian Lillard and Anthony Simons, those two guys are also putting up 50 a night. Check those stats. Um, and they are also number one in the West right now. Um, but if I, if you're going to tell me which backcourt of those four, which one I'm going to take, I'm going to take the chemistry that I see between the Grizzlies overtake the calves who just got theirs traded to him the um excuse me the hawks who just got theirs traded to him and the trailblazers who Damian lillard didn't even play dang near last season so yes give me on this day right now the grizzlies
3: i love everything you just said Shitty, especially that c word that i like it which is chemistry right um short answer hell yes <laughs> and it, it, at this point it's kind of not even close um, with it, with all the teams you just said, I agree with everything. Um, but let's take, you know, what, what Trev just said with the Suns. The only reason I said Chris Paul, no, is because he's literally averaging his career low and scoring right now. So as of now, I can't put Chris Paul and, and, and Devin Booker over all over, uh, uh, Grizz guys, especially when the Grizz got a better record. Um, it should be Tyrese Maxey and James Harden, but let me not go there. Um it could be Steph Curry and Klay Thompson, but outside of Klay Thompson's Ricky Year, Klay Thompson's averaging his Carrillo. So I mean we, re- we really can't put them there as well. So at this point. Hey, what about your, What
0: about the 140 million dollar man? What he doing? What
3: he Close that damn pool. uh uh-uh. Close it down right now. But, <laughs> but yeah, just outside of those teams and everything you just said, uh, uh Grizz are definitely. Number one to me, um, as far as the backcourt, because you got like chemistry, you know, yeah. chemistry matters, and you got literally Desmond Bain who keeps going like this every year, Ja who's keep going like this every year, and they've been around each other for three, four years, so that'll be my that'll be my best backcourt in the
0: league. Yep. I to finalize it with a yes, um, but yeah, I think honestly, I think Atlanta is building in Cleveland. Atlanta's backcourt is the one that's closest to me, even more so than Cleveland. Uh, Johnson Murray and Trey Young has been the seamless fit they they really feed well off each other and especially and John like I said I almost averaging triple double himself and still averaging 20 points 21 points a game uh they they look really good together uh cleveland like I said there's gardens being in and out kind of need to see them more but Donovan Mitchell is averaging 31 so it's it's a lot of top talent and Portland that was a good one because you would think that their defense would just be terrible but Chauncey has got them playing some defense and that back oh, to it isn't it isn't it isn't such a defensive liability as it was with Dame with Dame and uh, CJ. So um a lot of good picks. The Grizzlies ain't just heading a the show, they ain't just like far away, blowing away. But I do think they're the best for right now. But it could be anywhere or any type of turnover between those four teams that I just named.
2: Yeah, they're top yeah, the Grizz are top five for sure. And I and they're definitely at the top as of right now, as of today. But uh of course, like you said, it could be
0: interchangeable. You know, for sure. But, man, great question, man. Like we always said, my Q&A, go ahead. Mess with us, Grizz Nation and NBA uh, because he's a Warriors fan. who asked us that. Uh, you know, they're going through their tropes right now. But it's the beginning of the season. I think uh, on 3 to Hardaway podcast, y'all was talking about last year. Miami, mean, he wasn't even in the playoffs at Christmas time. And they ended up in the number one season. So, a lot of season love. <laughs> lots and lots of season love. <laughs> but uh to end the show, of course, y'all already know to follow us. Uh, starting five, number 5 MEM Follow uh, Greasy Bear Blues at SB and Greasy's, and check out the archives at greasybearblues Listen to the other podcasts on network: the GBB Live Podcast, Core Four, Next Gen, and Greasy Bear Bits. And you always know you can follow me at the one D A O N E underscore P Shark. I
4: was a plan.
2: I'm a underscore Sky on Twitter. Yeah, I'm at the auto, Trevor. You know, of uh, is the preposition, so you know what not to do with it. Uh, League pass, Trevor notes the city edition coming tonight. So, well, not tonight, tomorrow morning, excuse me. But yeah, I'm at the auto,
1: Trevor. I was going to be curious if Skyler couldn't talk, like, was he about to sign his name uh, just in case? But if not, I would have had his backup, man. It's really shitty. Big fella.
3: And Tab Shakir, man, and it like this,
0: Wakanda forever. Yep, Wakanda forever. The start of five, all back together again. First time, I don't know how long, but the next time, Grizz Nation,
2: go Grizz. Go Grizz.